When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everyone's favorite time of the year is right around the corner. College football season. To celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly. If you bet $1 or more on any college football game, did you hear that, Taylor? $200 for free. Wow. Who said money can't be free? That's right. Yeah, I mean, I actually uh, just, when I was driving through Pennsylvania last weekend, placed two bets on DraftKings. Look, look at you. bets on the Bills to win the AFC and the Tottenham Hotspur to win the Premier League. Well, so, why, don't you, why don't you tell the people how they could take advantage of this limited time offer right now? Well, so like we said, DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more in any college football game, no matter what. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts that they're offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable, located right here in the United States, so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. And um, oh. oh, sorry, bud. I was just going to say, as an additional thing, as you might, might all know, DraftKings also has daily fantasy with lots of options to play every sport every day. Darn right they do. So you know what they should do, Taylor? Do you know what these people need to do? They need to, they need they to, need to go to therapy. <laughs> no, don't do that. That's a waste of money. Hey, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, just gamble instead. All right. Cut all this. Great alternative. <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm Taylor, and we need to talk. We do need to talk. So as you're listening to this now, it is Tuesday, August 17th. The middle of August we're in now, Taylor. Isn't that pretty crazy to think about? That's it's wild. Super wild. And so normally we put our episodes out on Mondays and Thursdays, and uh, we have been very, very lucky on Straight Up Sabres here to have developed a very loyal listenership. Um, a lot of people who we've been lucky to connect with via social media too, who we've gotten to chat with, talk about Sabres with. So it's not just you guys 
you know, listening to us uh, talk twice a week about the Sabres, but um, we do have something pretty important that we do want to talk about today. Um, so as I had said before, today, as you're listening to this, it is August 17th. It's a Tuesday. And as I also said before, we normally put our episodes out on Mondays and Thursdays. So if you woke up on Monday, starting your week off and you were thinking, oh, I want to go listen to Straight Up Sabres, uh, you know, Sabres podcast that I enjoy listening to. Um, Taylor and I have a little something for you. Um, what's, what's, what's wrong with you? What, what, what is it about just life that you are continuing to listen to us <laughs> in the middle of August? Talk about the Sabres who have not made the playoffs in 10 years, who just have been mismanaged to just a, a perfect T and uh, generally speaking, have pretty much made our lives pretty miserable for the past decade. Um, so we just kind of thought, you know, maybe instead of listening to us and, and still in the middle of August that we could maybe help you find some things to do. Taylor, do you want to kind of talk about this a little bit more? Yeah, we're here because we, we care and we're concerned. We do. We, we, we want we love the Sabres, but we got to leave the Sabres to Sabres time. I don't think it's quite Sabres time yet. I know we're the ones doing the podcast, but hey. It's a living. You're not getting paid to do this. You're not getting paid to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, keep listening. We're joking. However, <laughs> if you spent, if you're spending all day thinking about the Sabers, tweeting about the Sabers, getting mad at stupid billboards, thinking about Eichel trade scenarios still every day, you know, maybe let that go for like the next six weeks and mm-hmm. find some other things to do. Now, There's here's a lot of good things. Yeah, here's one. So, staying in the world of sports, the Premier League kicked off yesterday. Or not, well, not yesterday. Spurs kicked off yesterday. Premier League kicked off Friday. Uh, and when you listen to this, it'll have been two days since Spurs kicked off. So whatever. Anyway, great first week for my team. They beat, defeated the defending champions. But hey, you don't have to become a Tottenham Hotspur fan. In fact, I insist that you do not. There's a lot of fun teams. You know, it, it breaks up uh, the, I guess, kind of a, I don't say monotony, but there is kind of a familiarity with American sports, like or uniformity, I should say. Different kind of league, 20 teams in the Premier League. There's a relegation promotion system. Uh, the league title winner is the champion, unlike every other sport. The four best teams get to go play in something called Champions League with the other best teams in Europe. There's league cups, the Football Association Cup during the middle of the season. That's fun, too. There's a lot going on, and the season goes all the way from now until the third week of May. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, what else? Well, you know what? There's some fun teams, too, because there's different teams, I guess, that have different goals in a given year. One fun team uh, that just came up is Brentford, up for the first time in 75 years. You might like them. Look into them. Leeds came up last year. Yep. Leeds came up last year after being down for more than 15 years. They were very fun. So there's there's some fun teams like that. Or, you know, you want to be insufferable. You could cheer for Liverpool or Arsenal. Depends how happy you want to be while being insufferable. Hey, go Man City. Not insufferable, kind of. So, like, right, I think. Um ish i mean five titles in 10 years that's annoying yeah but really bad before then though right true very very bad well okay i i want to get back to a point we made before but first i just want to ask i'm curious too so for champions league do like if your team doesn't make it do you root for the other teams like if you're a premier league fan are you rooting for the other premier league teams or are you rooting for like somebody from syria like do you want somebody from like syria or whatever to to win so that like the team that you that kept your team from making it in like they lose. I guess like 
for somebody that's like a newbie when it comes to, you know, European soccer in general, um, in terms of following it, like closely, how, how does that work? Yeah. So since I think, I assume a lot of people don't watch soccer or haven't watched soccer, I'll just explain what it is real quick. So like, like I said before, the top four teams make it in the premier league. And then there's different, different numbers in different leagues. I think some of the smaller leagues don't quite get four. There's some weird qualification stuff. Uh, but then what happens is you get put in a group kind of like the Olympics three other teams you play all three of those teams twice over the course of the season uh and then if you're like the olympics again if you're one of the top two teams you move on uh the round of i believe there's a round of 32 or just round of 16 round of 16 yeah round of 16 uh the teams that don't make it to go down to a, a smaller competition called the europa league and compete there the teams that uh do make it move on to the, the round of 16 then that round of 16 quarterfinals and the semifinals are each two matches one home, one away. And then, you know, based on who scored more goals or if you won both or based on who had more away goals, uh, depending how many tiebreakers you need, whoever wins that. And then eventually there's a championship game in early June, late May. So to answer your question though, it really depends, but usually no, usually you wouldn't root for them. Like a lot of fans of the the big clubs hate each other. Uh, So they don't, it doesn't really help. It's not like in college basketball where a team in your conference makes a tournament that's good for you financially. In fact, even if you're putting aside emotion, just from a point of practicality, uh, you get more money if you go further and win. So that's bad for the other teams in your league because you got more money. So that's interesting. Okay. I'm yeah. uh, learning, learning something. And I also too, just going back, I, I do just want to also clear things up a little bit here. Uh, I know that I started off the show asking our listeners, what is wrong with you? And Taylor is currently actively trying to get you to follow another sport instead of hockey. Uh, (laughs) So we just want to say that this is nothing at all against you guys. As Taylor had said, this is more of just like, we are trying to show you love to maybe find like other ways to spend your time that don't make you miserable than listening to us talk about the Sabres. Like we are, (laughs) And, and I speak for both of us when I say this eternally grateful, like overwhelmingly grateful to all of you who have listened. Actually, I think like two weeks ago, we had one of our like top five most listened to episodes of the entire season in the wow. beginning of August. Like That's crazy. What? And Jack Eichel hasn't even traded yet. This is like after the draft and free agency too, like right after that. And like, I get it. I, I'm I'm happy that people are listening, obviously, but like, holy shit, man, <laughs> this sucks. We half the time are like, damn. All right, well, let's get this thing together now. Let's let's muster up some courage to talk about the Sabers. But I mean, we've done this seventy times this year. I think this is like our seventy or seventy-first episode right now. I whatever it is, should probably know that number off the top of my head, but I don't. But regardless of that, seventy episodes and just this season alone, for that matter, too. And obviously we love and appreciate each and every one of you who has, who has tuned in and it means the world to us. Like for, for something that has started off for Taylor and I as like a hobby that we did to kind of like screw around and and talk about movies and music, like two and a half, three years ago to now, like being this thing that we have people who want to hear us and talk about the team and, and, and follow along with us and have like a social media following and everything like that. Like, it is the goddamn coolest and exceeded all and any expectations that Taylor and I had when we had first started a podcast, when we started Rick's Views. But man, it's nice weather outside. There's things to do. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah. There are, you know, maybe people can get into gardening. Are you a gardener at all, Taylor? Uh, 
Not really. I was thinking of a Gardner Minshew joke to make. Damn. But no. That's so, a, I've, I've, yeah. I just say one thing. It's not yeah. necessarily a hobby, I would say, but I've kept a plant alive for like over two months now, which I think might be a record. That's huge. Yeah. You've kept a dog alive for more than two months. I know. I've, <laughs> I've kept him alive since April. So this is like a pretty wow. big thing. That's yeah. He's kind of a hobby in and of itself, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, so just one more thing on soccer. One of the reasons I bring it up as a thing is because one, it, I guess, even though it is growing in America, there's fewer and fewer, uh, or sorry, more and more fans every year. It's, uh, it's still, I would say probably the fifth, especially in Buffalo, it's nowhere near as big as hockey. I think in America, it might be overall probably as big as the NHL now. However, uh, there's a lot of people that don't really know where to start. And that's where I was too. So I would suggest follow some people on Twitter that know what they're talking about. You know, I can have some recommendations if you want. Just look for team and fan accounts for whatever team you pick. Throw some names out there. Yeah. Well, it really depends what team you pick, I think, more than anything. So like then those supporter accounts kind of get you into it. But hey, I, I'm a big fan of it. One of the reasons is because on the weekend, a lot of the games are like early on the weekend. And I'm not an early riser by any means if I don't have to be. Uh, but, you know, 10 a.m. games, noon games, before the sports day really gets started, you have something to watch. You know, maybe go out and watch it at a bar if you can, like Mass K in Buffalo, great place to watch. The 7.30 games are tough. I can't pretend I wake up for most of those, but 10 and noon is good. Then there's occasionally 1 and 3 p.m. games. That's fine as well. But, yeah, so even if you are still uh, a hockey fan, it won't get in the way of you watching the Sabres almost ever. I mean, maybe sometimes, and obviously some of the uh, European competitions are Wednesday afternoons, which is tough for most people in America that have office jobs, but still it's sometimes it's nice to maybe get away uh, early. Maybe you you watch it at work. You're like me and you don't, you're being kind of a scoundrel. You're on the clock and you're watching soccer, but yeah, anyway, fun. Well, you're still on mute, bud. I am on mute, but do like your coworkers know that today? Well, I work from home now. Um, I'm saying though, are they going to be listening to this episode and be like that son of a bitch time thief? <laughs> well, that was all parody. <laughs> I was, yeah, I definitely don't actually do that. Just kidding. Everybody Taylor hates soccer. Yeah, no. So that's fun. And I'm, obviously I don't feel like we need to spend time saying to get into baseball because baseball's canceled. Um, and then obviously the other sports, you know, the NBA and the NFL, but what, what else, Brendan? What else have you been up to this summer while not watching Sabres hockey? Um, well, I mean, honestly, my main thing has really just been taking care of Ziggy. That That's kind of turned into like a, a full-time job in and of itself. I'm also working from home still. Um, but yeah, I mean, really from that, like just, you know, I like to take him on walks to like different places. You know, since I only got him a few months ago, I have predominantly been at least once a day we walk around our neighborhood usually it's like twice a day we'll take a walk around the neighborhood in the Elmwood village just so like he just is becoming increasingly familiar but uh I love taking nice walks you know obviously with Ziggy but even just not at all like with Ziggy with friends by myself sometimes to clear my head love going to Delaware Park maybe you can go to the park instead of thinking about the Sabres that's not a bad idea go sit outside Dip by Hoyt Lake, perhaps the Outer Harbor or Canal side. Those are both pretty cool. Nice little walking paths by the Outer Harbor. Um, again, you know, it, it's a great place to not think about the Sabres. I mean, sadly, you will have a view of Key Bank Center, which if you're trying to just go like a complete block in them out of the mind, then maybe, you know, Outer Harbor isn't where you want to be. But uh, 
what else have I been doing? Playing a lot of music, go to concerts. That's something that people can do. Go to see some shows, go to a concert, go to a nice restaurant, you know, take your significant other out for, for a, a nice date night, or just take, take, take the fellas out for a nice date night, take the ladies out for a nice date night, you know, or a mix of the fellas and the ladies. Maybe you can combine <laughs> and do a big group date with all your pals. All right. Um, but yeah, I, I recommend going to concerts and, and, and going out. That's been a lot of fun. Um, I have to say, I honest to God, with the exception of like a couple of people over the summer who, which uh, I, you know, that I've been inebriated when it's happened, but who have come up to me and been like, Hey, I listen to your Sabres podcast. Like that's been really cool. But other than that, I have not willingly talked about the Sabres while out at a bar trying to enjoy myself at all. So that could be something good. Plus, if you're going to a concert and you're going to see some live music, you know, it makes it difficult to talk about things. And so if you're focused on a band or uh, a performer of some kind, uh, you know, it, it's difficult to turn to the person next to you and ask what they think about, you know, how Rasmus Asplund and Casey Middlestead are going to perform this year. So th there's ways to get around it. I mean, for what it's worth, you can even come see my band sometime while Taylor is there too. And we can intentionally not talk about the Sabres. Yeah. Not talking about the Sabres could in, in theory be a hobby in this instance. <laughs> um, <laughs> a deliberate effort to not. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. That's, that's kind of like, really, what, what have you been doing? What else do you recommend that people can do? Well, the obvious thing that I recommend like every week is movies. So Ooh. one thing that's, I think has been, was, uh, perk of quarantine. I don't want to say like obviously quarantine was fun. It was not, uh, but not being able to go to the movies. Uh, I look. It's easy to look back. I think a lot of people went back and watched classics because they'd never seen before. I watched Back to the Future series for the first time last year. Wow. I watched uh, the Indiana Jones trilogy, which I really hadn't seen much of. I don't know if I'd seen the movies before, maybe, but I gave it a a good once once over. That was fun. But then I think another thing that's been like a lot of fun. Uh, even in the past, not really quarantine, but the last five or six months before movies opened was looking at like movies that came out in the past, but aren't really classics per se, but are like still like really fun movies, like movies that were like really good and not, well, not really good, but like really interesting. And like, oh, I'm, I'm glad I watched that. Like, I was, well, I guess this would count as a, a classic. I'd never seen Beverly Hills Cop before. That was good. But I saw like the second Gremlins movie is like shockingly, uh, underrated and prescient and it's uh my boy gizmo's in it i love him uh and like just a random fun one yeah, I, never gizmo. <laughs> I, I never would have watched unless it was just sitting on hbo max says don't tell mom the babysitter's dead wow that is a classic throwback flick that's it was so fun it came out obviously before i was born but and it's so weird because the whole movie has nothing to do with the babysitter being dead yep. basically it's christina applegate right isn't she the one in that yeah yep and josh charles young yeah. josh charles wow. obviously the, the last boy scout it's not really a classic but it's a classic to me um anyone who watched the uh, field of dreams mlb game uh if you enjoyed that my thought was there should be a last boy scout nfl game uh and if you don't little, understand I, that, I saw somebody say that they now that they've done the Field of Dreams game for the MLB, that they're not going to rest until they do an NFL game at the uh, field where they had the little Giants game. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing flick, by the way, too. What a great. Oh, man, I, I haven't thought about that in forever. Wow. Maybe that's what they logically have to do next. Yeah, maybe that is it. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think there's I'm trying to look at the movies to see if there's anything else I should recommend here. 
I mean, there's a lot that are just like, uh, they're ha mostly classics, like uh, looking at Assault on Precinct 13, the original, that was great. I've already talked about that on recommendations, though. So let's see, one, one a more recent one I could throw out there. Should I, you want me to throw a sports one out there or something Ooh, else? Yeah, no, throw a, sport, a sports one out there. This is a sports podcast. Yeah, I'm going to do two then. One that came out last year that was kind of disrupted by COVID, like it was in theaters when COVID happened. It was surprisingly pretty good was The Way Back with Ben Affleck. Really? Yeah, it's a good, it's a good, good story. It's got a good message at its heart, which is these kids need to stop shooting so many goddamn three-pointers and get back to fundamentals. <laughs> yeah, play some defense, kids. I'm sure you're all about that. Yeah. And then the other one is uh, the Untold, uh, the Malice at the Palace uh, documentary. Oh, wait, did that, that come out, out already? Yeah, came out on Netflix. It's great. That was only... last week or something, right? Yep. I need it's to only, watch. Uh, one hour long, which is nice. It's not Ooh. needlessly extended out like so many Netflix documentaries or documentaries in general. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, it's really good. It's a uh, it's a good look at how things have changed in the way we talk about athletes and talk about NBA players. I mean, that I'm really, really interested to watch that too, because I think there's so much of that, that we kind of forget in hindsight with just how bad the fallout from that was. And more importantly, the fallout from uh, a situation that people did not have a full understanding of before they started to jump to conclusions. Right. There's a lot of painful uh, clips from ESPN and, and other local sports TV shows that are shown in it. And it's, I don't know, it, it all seems really reductive. That's that's like sp sports journalism or sports media stuff at its worst is people just like, it's it's less so now, but it's a lot like finger wagging, like, oh, these overpaid babies, they're so mm -hmm. pampered, all this stuff. It's like, it's, it's, it's really annoying. So you let me know what you think when you see it. I, I think my personal takeaway was Jermaine O'Neal really got screwed. I was going to say, shout out Jermaine O'Neal. He's a big Sabres fan. He is, yeah. He got Wait, really why screwed. He... Because he got 25 games. And if you watch the the video, he didn't do anything that crazy. He was like, he didn't start it, first of all. <laughs> he just found himself in the middle of a riot where basically a, a bunch of uh, Pistons fans wanted to hurt him. So, yeah, he like, I think he did go over and try to punch a fan, but the fan was on the court. Right. And he missed. But, well, he, he hit him, but he slipped, so it wasn't as good of a punch it could have been because people think he would have killed the guy uh but then he was like gets a chair thrown at him when he's leaving and he's trying to like push his way through and he's like but yeah it's like he was in the middle of a riot you know like what do you expect yeah that wasn't it wasn't like he was like jackson or artest and went to the stands it's uh yeah that was really annoying and then the rest of his career was kind of ruined after that which is unfortunate like he was pretty good by the time he got to the celtics he was like just a different guy. I didn't realize how young he was. He wasn't even that old when he was on the Celtics. He was completely washed by then. Um, and it's, it's interesting. There's not that many interviews, but it's, it's Jermaine O'Neal's posture in it is like, he's, he sounds pretty defeated and upset by it all still. Uh, our test is very peaceful. Honestly, wow. he's very calm when he's talking about it. And Steven Jackson talks like he wants to fight you <laughs> like through the TV. Yeah. Captain Jack. Yeah, it's uh, so it's interesting. It's worth a watch. Hey, we said not to talk about the Sabers. <laughs> Different Captain Jack. There. <laughs> All right, well, that's a good one. I'm definitely gonna have to watch that. Maybe we could talk about that next episode potentially. I'll, I'll watch it before before uh, Thursday. 
Um, I mean, what else, what else could we recommend to these, these lovely people listening right now? Other things to do other than listen to us. Um, I got to think we are probably the only podcast on our network, either of them that is actively telling people to go find something better to do. (laughs) (laughs) Only for six weeks though. Come back. Yeah, right. Listen, mid September, you all better start getting ready to go because we're going to be coming back at it hard, but like, please enjoy the end of the summer. Don't yes. think about these people. They, you do not owe them anything and they do not deserve to be front of mind for you at all. We should probably talk about the billboard though, at least Ugh. to bring it up. Looks awful. It's stupid. The rain and, and listen, I'm going to talk about this and there's going to be people who are going to listen and be like, Oh, he sounds pretty pressed by it. No, it's stupid. It was it's pointed in the wrong direction, like leaving the city for one. So, you know, failure there, but more than that, more than the, the, the billboard, the whatever. Oh man, you Rangers fans. It's like, people are like saying like, man, the Rangers fans are almost like becoming as more like just as insufferable as, as, as Leafs fans are. And Rangers fans are like, well, you know what? We got to just be even worse then we got it. We got to be worse. Cause Oh my God, you, the, the self-righteousness of saying we're, we're all ready for this saga to end. Shut the hell up, man. That got me so mad when like the one thing I will say I did get mad about. Yeah. is like, we just want the Jack Eichel saga to come to an end. Like just hearing how self-righteous Rangers fans are about this whole thing as though they actually like, Oh my God, like, stop, please stop like i've seen one too many rangers fans try and tell me that capo caco wouldn't be like fair to send back in an eichel deal like yeah no it wouldn't be fair wouldn't be fair to us right take a fucking seat please like you people are just driving me crazy and and it's like i should i should probably mute something on twitter or just like not look at mentions i think that's what my problem is but it's like it's like a, a a, a bad scene that you just can't look away from. You just got to like, keep like, I can't help myself because of how much it just feeds into my irrational anger towards these just short-sighted Rangers fans. And honestly, it's making me now think like, Oh my God, like this is kind of like what people think of Yankees fans. And you uh, and I yes. are both Yankees fans. And it's yes. like, Oh no, I, I don't want to, associate myself with this nature of fanhood by any means of the imagination it's just it's it's ridiculous like just you're asking for and and i made this point like when i tweeted about it earlier what is just so ridiculous to me and i know that this is just coming from fans i want to make that clear i am complaining about the everyday person but like it it is insane that undeniably they would be trading for a player that when healthy would be their unquestioned best player but there's like 10 guys on their team who they wouldn't trade for him so it's like you want to get a new franchise player a franchise center who plays the most important position in the league who was getting mvp votes when he was last fully healthy and is now about to like really be hitting his stride in the prime of his career assuming that he will be healthy again he will be your unquestioned best player and be the best center that that team has had since 
exactly yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. 90s yeah and but philip 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 cheadle's too much we, we we can't stand to give away alexander georgiev to get the best player that our team has had and and you know and the best center that the team has had in maybe decades so you know uh the rangers are an original six team obviously do you know who they're all time no, i leading? didn't know that are they really taylor <laughs> wow i did not know that next you're gonna tell me that boston is too or montreal no. no way no they weren't i think it was like the coyotes right uh the kansas city scouts anyway the so their leading scorer in franchise history is who who the rangers yeah Uh, um, somebody it, it's i see because i want to say like messy or something but it's probably like brian leach it's rod gilbert that that's that's ridiculous exactly that's ridiculous they're a really bad franchise it doesn't get uh mentioned enough because they've been that bad recently but one cup in 80 years guys 81 years now it'll be 82 next year that's tough it's a tough look i think the penguins have either more cups or as many cups as them. I mean, since the Sabres have been around, it's one nothing. Like, they won in 94. Good for them. Very memorable. Th- their last cup was 30 years before the Sabres existed, their last exactly. one before that. So, bad franchise. Islanders uh, have as many cups as them and haven't been around nearly as long. Yep, 1940 was their, was their last cup before the 94 cup. Tough scene, guys. I don't remember mm. much about the 1940 Rangers sure they were really cool yeah oh yeah really cool i bet <laughs> real real good stuff well do you feel like though with the with the jack eichel discourse that's been happening like i don't know am i overreacting to think that in terms of like an annoyingness scale that the rangers are you know inching up it maybe getting a little close to the leafs yeah because the leafs are such their fans are just so pathetic now. They're so sad. Mm-hmm. They have no confidence. They're like SpongeBob in that one episode when he he forgets how to make a Krabby Patty because Bubble Butt lied to him about the pickles. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sure everyone was thinking that. By the way, wanna wanna pivot real quick? Sure. Uh, the Ringer did a Nickelodeon uh bracket for favorite characters. I did see our that. Man, our man SpongeBob won. Is there anyone you'd like to shout out as a a favorite Nickelodeon character? I mean, there's a lot of good ones. Like, wait, so SpongeBob ended up eating Tommy Pickles. Is that correct? Yep. Well, those are two of the the upper echelon right there. Um, big fan of the cast of Rocket Power. Love Rocket Power. Um, I mean, you can, you know, goes without saying. I think Arnold is uh, needs to be put in that conversation. Um, I'm a big Skeeter guy from Doug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Skeeter a lot. Um, the Beats. From, from Doug, they're not obviously in that same conversation, but yeah, I mean, there's, you know, I would say for as many uh, good characters as there are, there's also so many good, like minor secondary characters. Like I think an unsung hero from SpongeBob is the my leg guy. Oh, that's great. That poor guy. Poor fella. What do you got? Who else do you like? Well, one guy, I don't even really know his name, but he's the glasses guy. And are you afraid of the dark? Oh, okay. Remember him? Yeah, he was cool. Yep, yep. The Are You Afraid of the Dark movie? He was basically like a real character. I movie. Really, oh, you know who I re- I really enjoyed Jason Botterill in Legends of the Hidden Temple. 
<laughs> he was fantastic. He was really good in that role. Oh, man. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the, Are You Afraid of the Dark movie? It used to be available on YouTube. It might still be. I recommend it. Mm. Actually, it might be on Paramount Plus now. Uh, what else? What else did I like? Hmm. Oh, I like the monsters and Ariel monsters. They were cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like the um, the alien guy in Kablam. Nice. He was cool. He was cool. Uh, obviously, Patrick Starr, an absolute legend. Love. Love. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of who else. Were you, the, were you a fan? Of, oh, you know who I like? I like uh, Donnie from the Wild Thornberries, you know, because you know the reason why is because his vocalizing where he's just like, blah, 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 that's kind of what I like imagine is going on in Ziggy's head 24 hours of day is just <laughs> like Donnie from the Wild Thornberries going crazy. Wow. Honestly, Nigel, I, Nigel Thornberry, Tim Curry. Uh, yep. Elite. That's, that's incredible. Uh, and I also... Do Keenan and Cal count? Yeah, hell yeah. Keenan oh, and Cal I count. mean, you got to have them on there. I like the dad from Keenan and Cal. Very true. Very true. I'm trying to think. Who else? Who else we got? You, mm. were, you a, were you a Patty Mayonnaise fan back in the day? <laughs> Not really. I don't, no. I don't, I don't have any uh, especially uh, big feelings towards Patty Mayonnaise. That's fair. That's fair. Danny Phantom. Loved him. Great. Ooh. great. I really liked the goth girl in Danny Phantom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was crushing, crushing it for sure. Crushing it. Um, I think, yeah. I mean, that's, you know. Also, uh, Eugene from Hey Arnold, a big fan. Oh, yeah. Eugene. Stoop Kid. Stoop Kid. Yeah, he was afraid to leave his stoop. He was. He was, but he did it, though. He did. He overcame those fears. You know who I actually really love, speaking of great minor characters? The mailman from Hey Arnold, where in the Snow Day episode, where he's just like walking along with his bag of mail behind him, and he's just like, I hate the snow. I hate the snow. Like that, <laughs> that resonates. That's good. I also like the grandma and grandpa in Hey Arnold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. See, everybody, we gave you all these great things. You can go revisit your, your childhood days and watch some Nickelodeon shows instead of thinking about the Sabres. See, we bring it, we brought it back full circle. That's right. Honestly, one more that I really like go. is Lil in Rugrats. She's my favorite oh, Rugrat. Lil's top notch. Great stuff. Oh, yeah. Definitely, yes. All right. Well, anything else you'd like to add or, or share, Taylor? This was a very interesting episode today. No, uh, you should actually keep listening to us or at least download the episode. Yeah, please do. Please do. Do not take this. I mean, you could definitely still continue to don't get us wrong, but we're just trying to give you alternatives so that, you know, you're not starting your week off by listening to the Sabres or really just thinking about them for more than like a few minutes per week. Right. All right. So uh, that's it, bud. We'll see you next week. Okay. Well, actually, I'll, I'll see you in a couple of days, but. Maybe not next week. Little, oh, little... that's right. Yeah, we've got another one of these to do. All right. <laughs> yeah, we do. All right, everybody. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this episode of Straight Up Sabres. You know, contrary to what we were saying before, we very much appreciate everybody listening. And it's it's been a very fun season two that we've had here as part of the Hockey Podcast Network. And we're looking forward to season three coming up. 
Uh, we're still going strong with two episodes a week, and that'll be the case for the time being until we tell you further. But make sure you're checking out the Hockey Podcast Network on their respective platforms. Go to the website, hockeypodcastnetwork.com, and make sure you're checking us out. Along with all of our fellow shows that are a part of the network, 32 teams, 32 shows. So make sure that you're giving them all a listen and finding out what's going on around the league. Also, the Bills preseason is underway. Things are heating up, so make sure you're checking out Buffalo Fanatics as well for all of your Bills interests. They should actually be pretty good this year, so make sure you're checking out Buffalo Fanatics, and then also make sure you are following us on our respective social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram at Straight Up Sabres and on Twitter at Straight Sabres, and you can find Taylor and I on Twitter at Nigrelli93 and Brendan1423, respectively. We'll be back with a new episode on Thursday that Probably will be a little bit more Sabres focused. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens when we get there. We, we were just, I think, in a mood today and just needed to, needed to try and, you know, lend a hand to all of our pals who have been so great in supporting us and, and so uh, wonderful for, for following along with us throughout this season. So as we had said before, though, we'll be back with a new episode on Thursday. Everybody have a great rest of your week and we'll talk to you soon. This has been Straight Up Sabres.